Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, first it was pitchers and catchers reporting, then position players. I know it's cold here, but spring training is upon us. And uh, to talk about the Mets and initial impressions and Pete Alonzo and contract and new manager and everything swirling around the team, we bring in Anthony DeComo from MLB.com from Port St. Lucie. Hey, Anthony, how are you? I'm doing well, Lori. How are you? I'm doing fine, thanks. Um, so uh, let's just start. Like, big picture, what is the vibe you know, early right now, team reporting. Some of the guys have been there. Pitchers and catchers, obviously, the rest of the squad arriving. Um, what's the vibe around Mets camp on the eve of their first full workout? Yeah, I'll tell you what. It's, it's really chill. Um, you know, we're coming off last year, and this time last year, uh, you know, I know you and I talked at that time, <laughs> and it was totally different. It was Max Scherzer. It was Justin Verlander. It was these outsized expectations everyone saying well the Mets challenged the Braves and and you know do they have a chance of the division do they have a chance of the World Series is that this type of team and we're watching Scherzer and Verlander with bated breath every move they take Kodai Stengo was new in the league and people were following him around and this year is just so much different um this is still a team that's built potentially to be a mm-hmm. playoff team, but you wouldn't know it by walking around because it almost seems like everyone wants to write off the Mets right now. And as a result, there's not a lot of national media here. Uh, there's not a lot of attention paid to some of the new guys who are here. And, and much of the clubhouse is new, although the core of the of the offense is the same. There's a lot of new faces and names. And everyone's just kind of getting their work in and waiting for the season to start. Uh, all of the hoopla of last year is gone, which I think if you ask most people – would say that's probably a good thing. Yeah, how are we going to live up to our reputation of of New York being such a uh, a, a grueling place to play if we're if we're having a chill vibe, not having national media, and, you know, letting letting players um, not have outside expectations. Um, but uh, you know, so okay, that's the overall vibe. How about your initial impressions? You know, thoughts on new Mets manager Carlos Mendoza and the starting of this spring training and how does it feel different perhaps than, you know, Buck Showalter running camp and Luis Rojas? Like, how does this feel different? Well, it's way different just in the personalities of the guys. And, uh, you know, everything I'm about to say, I'll say with the caveat of I don't like judging a new manager and I've covered plenty of (laughs) new managers over the last five or six years. I don't like judging a manager until we get into the season, until we see how they run a game, and most importantly, until we see how they react 
when things start going wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are, things will go wrong over the course of a season. How does the manager handle that? How does he manage the room when that happens? How does he manage the media when that happens? Um, And in turn, manage the fans and and their expectations when that happens. So we'll see. The jury is still very much out on Carlos Mendoza of all of those things. But as we stand here today, a week into camp, it seems like he's got a real feel for this roster. Um, he certainly knows what he's gotten himself into in terms of managing us and the media. Um, but more so, and, and more importantly, I should say, it seems like he has the early respect of the players. Um, you know, this is a guy who has no managerial experience. He was a coach for a long time in the Yankees system as as Mets fans know, um, but he's never been on, in this seat. He's never been in this spot. So you don't know, you know, right away what's going to happen. But uh, talking to some of the players around the clubhouse and specifically some of the leaders around the clubhouse, it seems that he has gotten a feel for how he wants to manage, how he wants to lead, what he wants to bring to the table. And most importantly, he knows who in the clubhouse can be his ally. He's gotten a lot of early leadership here from Francisco Lindor. Um, Brandon Nimmo has been in and out. Um, he's actually dealing with an illness right now, but that's another important ally for, for Carlos Mendoza as he looks to sort of manage this team, manage this roster. And again, just like the Mets as a whole, I would say he's flying a little bit under the radar. No one really knows what to expect, but he could surprise some people as could the Mets. Any idea what his message will be uh, to the players in his, you know, that sort of state of the team, that initial address that he'll give? Yeah, it's funny. He was asked that today if he had spent much time thinking about it. And his answer was, yeah, I spent a lot of time thinking about it. (laughs) You know, I I think as we sit back and watch this from afar, you know, it's easy to forget that, you know, this is a guy who's new on the job. He is walking into a clubhouse full of people who are not new on the job. A lot of them have been here for many years. Um, It's only natural for him to sort of be nervous for that first full team address. Um, As for his message, we'll see when we get to tomorrow. Hopefully he'll have a a more enlightening answer, be able to tell us a little (laughs) bit of what he said, you know, after the, after the workout tomorrow and after the media session tomorrow. But I I think the big thing, and you hear this a lot from new managers, uh, it's certainly not a bad thing is, is communication. He has made it clear that, he doesn't necessarily have, he doesn't like the phrase open door policy because that implies that he's sitting back and waiting for players to come to him. He wants to be proactive. Uh, I've seen him a few times in the clubhouse already. Every time I see him on the field, it seems like he's got a player under his arm and, and chatting them up and getting to know them. So um, he wants that communication to be a two-way street, and it seems like he's going to be proactive in, in getting it. Talking to Anthony Giacomo about the Mets and spring training and expectations and you mentioned a couple of leaders on this Mets team, Francisco Lindor, Brandon Nimmo. One player who has been a leader but is going to be interesting to watch this year is, of course, Pete Alonso. And we saw across town how a model for it where Aaron, Aaron Judge was going to be a free agent had an unbelievable season, bet on himself, and then re-signed with the Yankees but was still a team leader in that season. Any uh, any indication in terms of Pete and the handling of this season that, uh, you know, his voice still, even though we're, we're not sure how long he'll be here, um, is still going to be a leadership role on this team? Yeah, just because uh, Pete Alonso has individual things at stake more than probably anyone else in that clubhouse this year doesn't mean that he can't still be a leader. He can't still um, be a um you know, someone who is wholly focused on the team and wanting the Mets to win. Uh, everything good that happens for the Mets this year 
reflect well on Pete Alonso. So it's not as if his goals are not aligned with the Mets goals. Now, where he ultimately ends up, does he resign here? Does he go elsewhere? Uh, we don't know, and we probably won't know for about eight or nine months here, mm-hmm. maybe longer. Uh, but in the interim, it's in Pete Alonso's best interest to play well in his walk here. It's in Pete Alonso's best interest for the Mets to be good in, in his walk here so that he can be more on a stage. Um, you know, put a little playoff, <laughs> some playoff games, some playoff success on his resume. These are all things that can work very well for Pete Alonso as he enters into free agency, as he looks to get the biggest contract he possibly get, can. So, um, yeah, just because he has a ton at stake individually, a lot of money at stake, a lot of financial ramifications, a lot of life things going for him over the next year doesn't mean, um, you know, he can't still be that guy in the room. And, and I would agree. I would say Pete Alonso, Brandon Nimmo, and Francisco Lindor are probably the three guys that you really look to for leadership in this Mets clubhouse right now. Um, and in terms of Alonzo, worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I felt like the moment he hired Scott Boris as his agent, that was essentially an announcement that he was going to play this thing out this last year, get to free agency, because that is almost all the time what Scott Boris does. And then it will be about the highest bidder, the highest contract. And if Pete wants to somehow override that um, and come back to the Mets in some way, but like if they want him and they want to bid the highest amount, then Steve Cohen gets him. But that, that seems obvious to me the second he hired Scott Boris as his agent. And so what about, it seems like there's somehow, I don't know, maybe some surprise from Met fans or negativity or David Stern talking about uh, this, that somehow um, surprised that they didn't get, um, that Stern's didn't get like a, a deal done. Um, but it, was anything surprising about this the second he hired Boris as his agent? No, not at all. I agree with you completely, Lori. And, and frankly, I think those who are expecting an extension to get done 
with between Pete Alonso and the Mets before spring training, um, or, or before really he gets to free agency, uh, weren't paying attention because this is, this is how it was probably going to go down regardless of whom, Scott, of whom, uh, Pete Alonso has his agent. But yes, the second he hired Scott Boris, Boris is of course famous for taking his clients to free agency. He is a well-known capitalist. He loves the open market. He, and, and, you know, rightfully so in baseball in free agency. If you want to get the the most money, you kind of need to have teams bidding over yourself, get the true market value of what you're worth. You see Boris doing it right now, taking it down to the wire with several of his prominent clients, Blake Snell among them. And it's probably going to be no different next year with Pete Alonso. But the one message that I've been saying and and that does hold true is that the Mets do value Pete Alonso. I don't, I think the reason why they didn't pursue him in terms of an extension this offseason was because they knew what we're talking about right right now, Lori. They knew it wasn't going to happen and they didn't Mm -hmm. really want to waste people's time. They didn't want to give Alonzo and Boris's camp messaging to to leak things out and and whatnot because they knew it wasn't going to get done anyway. So why not wait? Why not wait? See what happens. And then next winter, they have the playbook. They used it with Brandon Nimmo a year ago. Mm-hmm. If you still want the player at that time, you have Steve Cohen. You have the richest owner in baseball, and you have the hometown advantage, a player who likes being here, who has expressed over and over again that he would love to be a Met for life. So if at that time you still feel the same way about Pete Alonso and he still feels the same way about you, make the highest offer, match whatever the highest offer is, and you'll get the player back. No harm, no foul. Yeah, it seems like actually – reasonably intelligent business in this particular case. <laughs> Yet, I know there's a bit of a st- sky is falling and, and people are panicking. And I think, as you said, when you have the richest owner in baseball, in the sport, it is different than the um, than I think from some Met fans in the days of the Wilpon and wor- Wilpons and worry about that, that this is a, a different time with that owner. If you want the player, you'll bid more. And, and I think, Laurie, I think extensions, pre-free agency extensions, are a super important tool for small market teams, for mid-market teams. It's mm-hmm. the only way they can lock up their star players beyond free agency because, by and large, those players get the free agency, and the team that they're coming from won't be able to afford them. And they come to the Yankees, they come to the Mets, they come to the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and the teams that are willing to shell, shell out those $300 million contracts. Well, the Mets aren't that team anymore. And I know they didn't spend a lot in in free agency this year relatively speaking they still have the highest payroll in baseball so i think the fans who are saying oh it's just the will ponds all over again could not be more mistaken the mets will spend in the future they will continue to run some of the highest payrolls in the game it didn't make sense from a strategic standpoint for them to do it this winter but trust me on this if the mets want pete alonzo a year from now they will sign him to the biggest offer of any team out there and when you say, um, you know, if the Mets want someone, they'll get someone. Any chance or rumors that you're hearing that the Mets work for this season is somehow not done? Uh, you know, I certainly there are fans, there are people who would be interested in a J.D. Martinez um, if the price keeps dropping as a D.H. or, uh, you know, somebody else who's out there. Is there a possibility that another player is added before the season starts? I would be surprised. I'm not going to say no, Laurie, because uh, J.D. Martinez in particular, who you mentioned, does make a lot of sense, and he does still need a job, and at some mm-hmm. point he's got to sign somewhere. Yep. Um, but the Mets really do seem committed to seeing what they have 
in their young players, specifically at DH in Mark Fientos. And, uh, you know, Mark Fientos came on a little bit towards the end of last year. He's not that far removed from being one of the best top-ranked prospects in the organization. And that's kind of the point of this bridge year. If you take a step back, way back to the trade deadline last year, and even before that, when the Mets started talking about this as a transition year, not a full-scale rebuild, but trading Max Scherzer, trading Justin Verlander, taking a step back in 2024 so that they can see what they have in their young players, continue to develop those prospects, and then go full throttle in 2025, 2026, and beyond. Really spend on the roster once they get some money off the books and, and um, really go for it. That Well, you're kind of defeating a little bit of the purpose now if you go out and block Mark Vientos, one of those prospects, uh, by signing J.D. Martinez. There is, of course, a benefit. J.D. Martinez would make the team better. And for a club that's projected to win somewhere in the low to mid-80s, yeah, it could be the difference between making the playoffs and not. I get all of that. And for that reason, I'm not ruling it out because this front office certainly is convicted in the idea that they can make the playoffs with this roster. Um, But right now, as we stand here at the end of February, I do think the Mets are kind of committed to stopping where they're at, maybe making a couple tweaks here and there, but a bigger ticket item like a J.D. Martinez or or something even beyond that, I have a little trouble seeing right now. Who is a a sneaky, important signing if this team, as you said, I think there was a misunderstanding maybe or versus the way I look at the Mets and what they said and expectations when they talk about being competitive I still think that they are believing and hoping that they can be a wild card team I think they're realistic in looking at the Braves and not expecting to win the division but and not saying this is a World Series team but when you look around the league and you say there are three wild card teams are the Mets one of those teams that can compete for a wild card spot? I don't see why they can't. But my question to you is this, is who's a sneaky, important signing that Mets fans may not be paying attention to that you think, if they are going to be that wild card team, needs to pay off? Yeah, I think the two in the rotation are the most important as far as I look at it. And I'm talking about Luis Severino and Sean Manaya to big free agent signings or big-ish free agent signings that the Mets had, um, those are two guys with a decently high ceiling. In Severino's case, he's not that far removed from being one of the best pitchers in the game. New York fans, of course, know him pretty well, and he's had a rough go of it with injuries and, and not being healthy and not performing well in between those injuries last year. Um, but this is a high-ceiling pitcher. This is a guy who, if he's healthy, if he's right, can potentially make a difference and can be a pretty solid number two behind Kodai Senga there's a decent chance it doesn't happen because it hasn't happened for Luis Severino quite a bit over the last few years. But um, he does have that level of talent, and that's the type of pitcher, that's the type of player who can make the difference between you being inside the playoff bubble or outside of it. And and Sean Manaya is kind of a little bit in the same boat. He hasn't battled injuries the way that Severino has, but he also hasn't been very good for some stretches in his career. Um, You know, last year or a couple of years ago, he went to driveline. He really changed his mechanics, um, his throw harder he developed this new and improved sweeper of course that that type of slider that's been Mm -hmm. taking baseball by storm Mm -hmm. over the past couple of years and it's really developed into a really nice out pitch for him so um, it's a small sample size for Manaya. but if those gains are real that's another type of guy who is a real legitimate rotation quality major league piece Um, if the Mets hit on that then all of a sudden you have this top three of Senga Severino and Manaya that looks pretty good again 
it might not work. It could go wrong. <laughs> Maybe what we've seen out of Manaya, out of Severino over the past few years, it, it kind of is who they are at this point. But you're at least betting on ceiling. You're betting on upside. You're not betting on middling guys who, even if they're right, are going to be meh, whatever. You're betting on guys who, if they're right, they could be a big difference maker for you. All right. Anthony DiComo, uh, in Port St. Lucie at Met Spring Training. And, um, Tony, thanks so much for stopping by. We'll catch up with you, uh, with you soon. Take care. All right, Laurie. Always a pleasure. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.